Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. It's so great to have you here and to share stories of innovation and opportunity across real estate, property, and building services. And the aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible across how we design, build, buy, sell, rent, and invest in property and all of the associated behavior and activities around that. Now, none of this would be possible without our sponsors. So a big shout out to the Direct Connect team, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the innovators behind the Forms Live and RealWorks Forms, and the PropTech Association of Australia. Thank you for your support of the podcast. In this episode, we meet Andy McColgan, CEO and Director of Construction PropTech, ProcuraCon. Andy's 15 years combined experience as a site inspector at Ogilvy Construction and project manager and project director at APP Construction gave him first-hand experience into the pain and inefficiencies around construction tendering processes. And Procuracon is working to remove the pain points and even the inherent bias that exists in the traditional ways of trying to find the right suppliers and contractors. The Perth-based startup came through the Curtin University Accelerator Program and was recently the winner of the PropTech Hub WA Emerging Technology of the Year. So here to tell us all about it, Andy McColgan, welcome to the PropTech Podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. I'm really curious about your tech because I'm really fascinated by what's going on in the construction space. But the first question is always the hardest. Andy, what's the um, what's ProcuraCon's elevator pitch? Have you got a stopwatch ready? I have, yep. <laughs> Make it do it in, in, in as few applause as possible. <laughs> so it can be a nightmare for clients to find suppliers that they can trust to deliver their commercial construction projects. The process is fragmented, time-consuming and costly. That's why we've created ProcuraCon, Australia's fastest and most intuitive expert to aside the construction pl- marketplace. Clients can now find and pre-qualify the right suppliers for their projects instantly. Awesome. Okay. So ProcuraCon is a prop tech that's specialising in the construction space and solving problems around trustworthy suppliers. Is that's that correct? correct. Yeah, awesome. that's correct. Okay, fantastic. And so how big a problem is that for the construction industry? Help us get a handle on that. Yeah, it's pretty significant. Uh, I've seen a few recent stats that were quite surprising that construction productivity in Australia is actually at its lowest since 1990. Wow. So that means that we are still procuring our suppliers and building our projects at rates we were over 30 years ago. So <laughs> that, that, that's amazing, amazing stat. So that demonstrates the scale of the issue. And uh, procurement is something that leads to a lack of productivity as well because the procurement process can actually waste up to 40% of a construction program. Wow. Okay. So any efficiencies in procurement can significantly improve uh, productivity. So so talk me through, because I, I, because, I mean, look, the only construction I've done, Andy, is, uh, well, we built a house that we did that. That was yeah. 
that was awesome, although also one of the most stressful things we've ever done. And we've renovated, which also one of the, some of the most stressful things we've ever done. So I can only imagine what happens when we do this at a commercial scale. Yes. What, what are the traditional methods that commercial construction companies are using still yep. when procuring? So a lot of the outdated methods, uh, so word of mouth is still used. Google. Oh, I know and, a guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody's cousin. Uh, Do on tiles. <laughs> previous relationships. Yep. Uh, Google is still surprisingly used quite frequently as well. So that ultimately comes down to who's paying the most on SEO to appear at yep. the top of the search results. Yep. So a lot of those outdated methods aren't really using data to make informed business decisions as well, to make it easier for clients to actually find and pre-qualify suppliers that can trust to deliver projects at that commercial scale. Okay. So and and so how so what are they just sort of phoning up and saying, can you drop me around a couple of pallets of bricks or I, I feel like some have been completely appropriate <laughs> with it. But, but or, or are they emailing and PDF sending PDFs of price lists or, yep. or what's yes. the, so, so email still very common. So a mm. client requesting a quotation, whether it's from a consultant, from an architect, from an engineer, from a contractor or for a trade as well. So essentially the client's uploading the request and the supplier responds to that request. And it doesn't actually get into the detail of what a supplier's experience is, what their capacity, their capabilities and what their risk profile is. Mm. So we're just trying to place a lot more focus and qualitative criteria on Procuricon as well to make it easier for clients to connect with suppliers that have a demonstrated track record, that right. have the expertise, that have a risk profile that matches the opportunity, and yep. they have the right ESG initiatives as well. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I like this a lot. So what you're telling me at the moment, while well, Australia is in the midst of a you know, inflation crisis and all of that, that 40% of the costs of building are... Well, the actual programme itself, the construction programme, so the timeline is actually yeah. can be spent on finding and then awarding uh, contracts to consultants, contractors and trades. So it's a very timely process. Because it takes a long time to email people, get responses back, then email somebody else and then phone somebody and then phone a mate because that quote wasn't quite right. And so, yeah, it, that's the process that we're replacing here, right? Exactly. So, I mean, in my experience as well, I've been the client that's been managing a $100 million project and you can be overwhelmed wondering how you can quickly find the right team for your project. So what architect are you going to use? What engineer can help you? Who can you actually trust to help you deliver your project without having to sift through an abundance of supplier data? So it's hard to really unfold what they're truly capable of. And it can actually take months just to find one supplier. And you could need 15 to 20 other suppliers to deliver your project. So it's an administrative burden. <laughs> Suddenly, so much is making sense to me around building. <laughs> it's so painful. Um, so, so tell me. So, Procuricon's basically assembling all that information. Tell me how your tech works. So, it's a B two B expert two sided marketplace. So, right. suppliers create a bespoke 
Securicom profile, showcasing yep. their point of difference, their yep. experience, their expertise, their risk profile, all the systems and policies they have in place and their ESG initiatives. So then the client organizations such as developers, government agencies can use our procurement tools to instantly find, evaluate and shortlist suppliers on the platform. So it's really easy for clients to target suppliers that align with the project requirements. And then we actually have automated reporting as well. So it makes it very easy for clients to substantiate supplier selection and it's back data-backed decisions now and this process can now actually take 15 to 20 minutes for each supplier rather than months but the other difference is we're really focused on that qualitative criteria so who are the right suppliers for the project not who is going to be the cheapest suppliers yeah okay fantastic oh I'm loving the sound of this I'm absolutely loving the sound of it so so tell me a little bit about now you you recently won with this technology the PropTech Hub WA Emerging Tech of the Year award, didn't you? That's correct. Yep, that yep. was about a week and a half ago. So we were very happy to receive that award. Yeah, and a big shout out to Ash and the guys over in Perth. They do a exactly. great job over there. Doing a um, great job. Yeah. And and so how long is how how old is Procuricon? How long have you been doing this for? So it's actually over four years since uh, my business partner raised the concept with me. So yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's not been an overnight process to get to this point. So no. since he raised the concept with me, uh, my business partner Kuhn, that is, who is currently overseas, so couldn't be here today. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had hundreds of meetings with the different members of the construction industry to get as much feedback as possible. And uh, we've done a very comprehensive beta test, which lasted up to a year with around 40 uh, companies from the construction industry. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's, as I mentioned, it's not an overnight process to get to this stage. Yeah, I bet. I bet. What? Um, and so what's your background, Andy? So my background is actually construction management. So I used to work for a head contractor for around six years. Yeah. And then I moved to Australia 13 years ago and uh, worked for a project management consultancy and uh, then became a project director. So a big focus on that role was in procurement. So I was acting as the client, trying to actually find and recommend consultants and contractors for those projects. And I was also working as a supplier as well. So we had a large team of project managers that had to be kept busy. So I was constantly responding to client requests as well to try and secure these opportunities. So really experienced that procurement pain from both the client and the supplier's perspective. There was multiple occasions be sitting behind the laptop at midnight pulling together a submission and you could have been working on the submission for four weeks and it's due the following day. <laughs> but the, the, you then, as a supplier, need to submit the same information to another client in a different format the following day. So that really takes your focus off managing your projects as well, which should always be the priority. Mm, yeah, it it feels like we're seeing a real shift at the moment, aren't we? In um, in the power in the agency or the power structure behind how business has been done traditionally, which is the employer or the you know the project manager, whether that's in construction or whether that's even as a 
property manager looking for a tenant asking, saying, oh, well, we have a vacancy, so who who wants to apply to, I guess, the common theme behind what you're doing at Procuricon and then also what we're seeing in property management with tenants or with Renty or Snug or the guys from um, Inspect Real Estate. Like, So fill in the form once, get the structure and the information correct once, and then you can decide who gets to see that or, or share that information with the people that need to be able to make good decisions around it. Exactly. We're just encouraging suppliers to centralise their data and keep it up to date. And that way, multiple clients from different sectors from anywhere in Australia or eventually throughout the world will be able to actually view their Procuricom profile and instantly pre-qualify them without requesting they submit all this data in different formats as well. So we're really trying to eliminate that administrative burden for suppliers. And so if we go down this path and do it and and the sort of Procuricon method becomes the way, what what is the potential around how how much 40% of the time does that re- translate into cost savings in terms of projects or the affordability? It would, it would be significant. So depending on the scale of the project as well, the cost saving would, would vary, but mm-hmm. the cost saving would be very significant. So if you factor in construction as the third largest industry in Australia and annual revenue exceeds $400 billion, there's over 400,000 organisations in Australia involved in construction. There's 42,000 in Western Australia where we are currently based and that's just Australia. So the efficiencies would have a pretty significant impact to those organisations operating within the space. So time, time is money at the end of the day. Yeah, fantastic. Let me ask you a question. Are you happy with your current operational workflow? Are you really satisfied with printing, signing, scanning and emailing contracts and then having to wait days for them to be signed and returned? Well, I didn't think so. And I have some good news. There is a better way. Dynamic Methods is the team behind leading real estate industry tech platforms such as Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks. With a mission to make better happen, Dynamic Methods are dedicated to providing efficiency and productivity tools, boosting form technology to real estate agencies across Australia. Each month, 50,000 real estate professionals across 8,500 agencies from every Australian state and territory use dynamic methods form technology, empowering more than 7.2 million transactions a year. Dynamic Methods is also proud to host quality integrations with some of the prop tech industry's most powerful technologies, such as DocuSign, Secure Exchange, Equifax, and more, putting everything you need to get forms and contracts filled in, signed, verified, and exchanged into one easy platform. So if you're ready to ditch the pen and paper, make your agency look more efficient, head to dynamicmethods.com.au slash partners to learn more. How big are you guys? Oh, four years, couple of beta projects, um, yeah. and I imagine there's an there's a lot of work involved in setting up tech of this size. How how big are you guys now? So we're still early days. So we went live in the fourth quarter last year, okay. and uh, it's both myself and my business partner Kun are full time. 
mm-hmm. on Procuricon. Mm-hmm. We also have an advisor that specialises in government procurement. Right. And we've got a long-standing partnership with a local software developer as well. So they're really a key part of our team. So they've right. been the ones developing our modules and also they developed our branding as well and are going to help with our marketing campaigns. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. And and so tell us a little bit, you were part of the Curtin uh, University Accelerator. Tell us yeah, what you involved. That, that was a great program. So we finished the program around a month ago as well. And it's a 12-week program that helps provide startups with the tools to take their business to the next level. So it really gives access to Curtin University's resources, such as they've got a network of world-leading entrepreneurs, innovators, and investors as well. And just even hearing, they brought in startups that are now scale-ups and global successes. So hearing from their perspective about their journey and lessons learned was really invaluable as well. So it was a great program. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. And are you so before when you mentioned that you do risk profiles and you, you know, uh, the, the companies that are uh, as part of their Procuricon profile are asked to kind of upload information about themselves. Yep. Is it verified third party stuff or is it industry standard stuff or um, yeah, what so, are you doing to sort of confirm that, yeah, it's not just them saying, oh, yeah, no, we're not risking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they're backing up uh, the information on the platform. So, for instance, if they're saying they've got professional indemnity insurance for $20 million, they have to upload the certificate of currency demonstrating that. Uh, financials, if they're saying they've got a certain annual turnover, then they upload the information demonstrating that turnover as well. So they, they really need to back up what they're saying on the platform. So talking about their track record, if they're saying they're experts at delivering services within a particular sector, they have to demonstrate that with case studies on the platform as well. And that's where they can upload client testimonials for those projects as well. They even do the same for their key personnel. So if they're saying that their key personnel are experts in a particular sector or delivering projects up to a certain value, then the key personnel have to demonstrate that experience and their qualifications on the platform as well. Fantastic. Okay. And so how how the the issues around the the problem that needs solving seems really screamingly obvious. How how many how who are your competitors in this space or how big is the competitive space? Yeah, there, there are procurement platforms out there, uh, Aveta, Vendor Paddle, Tender, Link and Felix. Mm-hmm. But uh, from Procuricon's perspective, because we've lived and breathed construction for over 20 years each, so my business partner, Kuhn, who I mentioned before, that originally raised the concept with me, he used to be an architect. Yeah. He worked as a developer and a project manager as well. So we've really covered a good cross-section of the construction industry. And yeah. we like to think this has really been reflected in the user experience on Procuricon. And this is a feedback we're constantly receiving from our early adopters as well, that they don't believe there's really any other platform 
platforms that give them access to the data that's available on Procuricon. And this mm -hmm. is easy to assess and evaluate as it is in Procuricon as well. So although there are other platforms out there, we don't believe they do what Procuricon does. Right. Okay. And so how many, uh, are you able to say how many suppliers you've got on the platform yeah. at the moment? We've, since our launch in Q4 last year, we've got over 70 companies signed up to use the platform. Mm -hmm. And that ranges from small trades to through some of the largest global construction businesses as well. So we've got a really good cross-section on there because the Procuricon is essentially catering for any type of service provider that's involved in commercial construction. So you've got your head contractors, mm -hmm. then you've got almost endless consultants. You've got your engineers, architects, planners, quantity surveyors. There's a long list there. And then down to your trades as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you've got your client organisations. So you've got your developers and your government agencies as well that the platform can be used for. Mm -hmm. So we primarily focus in WA. But a lot of our members have a national and global footprint. So within the next six months, we're going to really start pushing for our national launch and then our global launch will follow that. Right. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. And and so what's your business model? Like who's paying for it? The suppliers or the like is it to do I pay to put my information up or am I paying to pull it down? So two-sided marketplace, so the client organisations pay an annual subscription to find and pre-qualify the suppliers, mm -hmm. and the suppliers are paying an annual subscription to centralise their business data and to gain that exposure to new clients and sectors as well. So the pricing model will continue to evolve as we release future modules. Okay. And, and so... What's been the biggest challenge of, of getting it up and running? Or what have you learned so far that <laughs> you wish you knew when you <laughs> Yeah, there's certainly a few things in there. So one of the main ones, and I'm sure this comes up pretty frequently on the podcast, was where we're trying to gain traction during COVID. Oh, yeah. So it was yeah. very stop start. <laughs> so the construction industry's focus was obviously elsewhere during yeah. those times as well yeah. but the, one of the frustrating things for Procuricon was that there was actually a real need for clients to access a platform at that time because they couldn't travel but they mm. were looking for suppliers but we unfortunately weren't ready to launch at that stage yeah. so COVID was certainly a challenge the mm. other one as well was trying to find a developer uh, that specialised in front and back end as well was yeah. quite a time-consuming process. So that probably took us up to a year to actually find the developers that we're, we're happy with, that we're still working with. Mm -hmm. So that, that was definitely a challenge. Want to give a shout-out to any of those guys? Yeah, so Juicebox, they're based in Leaderville in uh, WA, so they've been great to deal with. So happy to give a shout-out to <laughs> Juicebox. Uh, yeah. and, and another lesson learned for us as well was at the very early days when we, I think we still only had the concept on a PowerPoint presentation, we didn't even have a working prototype at that stage. Oh, but we were like yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but we were very excited. We knew there was a need for the platform, but we initially tried to target those tier one companies, the ah. global powerhouses, and of course, 
they thought, yeah, this is a great idea, but what traction do you have at this stage? So it was yeah. really too early for them. So yeah. we've probably spent a fair amount of time, a few months initially, trying to target those tier one companies. So that yeah. would definitely be a lesson learned for us. Yeah, target they, those tier twos, bring them on board, and then show the traction to the tier one companies. Yeah. Uh, well, look, tier one companies have long, slow procurement Yes. Uh, around PropTech themselves, right? So it's a long, slow, it's a long, slow slog to try and get them to adopt. And they really do need a lot of proof points because I guess um you kind of need to be de-risked as well in their eyes before they before they give you a go. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's something we really realized after a few months. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by EasyPay. EasyPay makes collecting PropTech payments easy. As one of Australia's leading subscription payment providers, EasyPay is helping real estate and PropTech businesses to improve rental collection rates, transform arrears management, and increase cash flow. Built for integration with a focus on partnerships, EasyPay's platform works seamlessly with your existing PropTech software, giving you access to industry-leading features that enable complex billing and settlement to support trustless business models. Discover the power of payment automation and leverage one of the first platforms to enable the Pay2 payment solution at easypay.com forward slash PropTech. It's still very early days for you. You've got you've got you've you've got your launch. You've, you've now launched in market, yep. and you seem to be gathering some some great accolades. Um, what's wh- how's your funding? What what stage are you up to with funding? So this has been bootstrapped so far for the past four years. So my business partner Kun's actually been working on it full time for over four years with no salary. Oh. And I've been I've been working on it full time for two and a half years and part time prior to that with no yeah. salary as well. So we're fully committed yeah. uh, to Procuricon. But to take the business- families, yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, to take the business to the next level and to scale, we need that. Uh, cash injections so we are doing a seed raise just now and mm-hmm. it's going to close in about 46 weeks and we've got around 70 percent committed funds at this stage which is great and it's all from the construction industry mm-hmm. so we're very excited that it's going to give us the funding to actually scale our business for the national push and to develop our future modules as well Fantastic. And what does that future look like? What are the modules that you're, or what, you know, what, what's on your roadmap of what's coming next? So the first module that's live, we've called it pre-qualification. So the main output there is that the client can shortlist suppliers on the platform to then seek a quotation from. So the next module is going to give clients the ability to seek a quotation from those shortlisted suppliers on the platform. But the benefit there is that it means that they've already pre-qualified the suppliers. So they know about their experience, their expertise, their team, their risk profile. So when suppliers are invited to respond to the quotes, they don't have to provide any of that data. They just have to respond to the specifics on the project. So what's the methodology program and how much is it going to cost? So there's a big time saving there for suppliers. So we're targeting releasing, we've called our quoting module and dashboard uh, by the end of this year. So our developers just kicked off that module. So that's very exciting for us. Fantastic. And and what's the technology that you're most excited about that you see kind of coming down, you know, in the in the tech developments or that you see coming down the pipe 
that you think are going to be most influential around the future of Procurecon? Yeah, it's an interesting space just now. We've obviously been following AI very closely as well to see how we can make it easier, for instance, for suppliers to create their Procuricon profiles. So we've been we've been looking at how we can implement AI down the line. But there's a lot of trends just now in the construction industry that's going to drive that as well. So one of the things that's really good for Procuricon is there's more reliance on data to make informed decisions. So we are obviously going to be collecting a lot of data on Procuricon to make that available to clients to make those informed decisions. And one of the other trends as well is around ESG. So Mm -hmm. clients placing more focus on suppliers that have the right ESG initiatives to meet the client's need. So who's got a modern slavery policy, who is B Corp certified, clients can now instantly access all that data on Procuricon to make those data-backed decisions. So as part of that due diligence process. So, yeah, we're looking at how AI can be implemented to procure, uh, Procuricon down the line as well. But okay. it's really, we're leveraging off that data that's going to be available. So, so give me an example of the of the first kind of data that you're talking about, the, the stuff that you're seeing through the platform. What would that look like? So as it stands just now, the data that client upload, uh, suppliers upload is, for instance, the number of the projects that they've completed within certain sectors. Mm-hmm. So they even then upload uh, what was the construction value, what was the procurement model. We're really focusing how they added innovation to that project, what was our point of difference, because a lot of times the suppliers keep this close to their chest, but we're mm-hmm. saying you should really be celebrating this. This is what clients are looking for. So, mm-hmm. for instance, if a contractor has worked in a live operational environment and they've had to develop 40 stages to maintain business continuity, we're really saying celebrate that on Procuricon because that can demonstrate to a client how you've added value to that project. So we're collecting that type of data and helping suppliers promote it. Then we're also promoting data on their key personnel. So how many personnel they have within their business, what do they specialise in? And then down to the risk profile, we look, they upload their financial information, their insurances as well, so their certificate of currencies, then all their ISO accreditation they have for safety, for environmental, for QA, and then all the systems and policies they have as well. So there's a lot of data that is actually collected and uh, centralised on Procuricon. Cool. And I imagine you'll be able to then start to look at that as metadata sets to see what's happening in the industry. And It's a great point. So there's a future module that we're going to release called Insights. So we can share this data with our members as well. So what are the industry trends? So we can say to the suppliers, for instance, 80% of the clients this week have been searching for architects in the education sector. And the architects that are on the platform might not have an architect that specialises in that sector. So they may opt to make a strategic move and recruit somebody that specialises in that sector. So it's just really helping suppliers stay ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. And uh follow those trends in real time as well. Fantastic. Um, Well, look, Andy, it's been absolutely amazing. Now, I just have one last question. 
what is the full name of your co-founder and how do you spell his name? Because I can't, I can't <laughs> so put it's, your accent uh, on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the subtitles are going to be optional here. Uh, so it's Kun Lee, so it's C-U-O-N-G, and uh-huh. his surname is Lee, so L-Y. Ah, fantastic. Okay, so lovely to love, – so big shout-out to Kun. Thank you. So yep, so he's currently overseas for the next four weeks, but uh, – He's yeah, waving he was, the flag. Exactly. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, look, Andy, it's been absolutely awesome to hear about ProcuraCon. Well done on that to, to you and Con on on setting up such a, an incredible prop tech. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity as well to join the podcast. So really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, um, keep us up to date with how you go. Yeah, will do. So that was Andy McColgan from ProcuraCon. What did you think? I love the way this interview got me thinking about bias in how we find and select suppliers and contractors. Now, bias is often seen as a negative word, but let's unpack it a bit. Because what it really is, is a shortcut in our thinking to get a job done in a way that feels safe, by choosing someone that we know or someone who, at first glance, looks or feels right. But what bias really means is making decisions based on only partial or incomplete information. And until very recently, that's usually been because we just didn't have the time or the resources to do a more thorough job. Based on the limited options we had to hand, the human brain would make a choice. And we valued people who were connected and therefore had more knowledge or connections or options to choose from. But in these very exciting times of very big data sets, the information, resources and insights are available to allow us to make decisions that are more comprehensive and which challenge our bias. And all of that is now being democratised so that it's not just in the heads of a handful of people. What we need to get to as humans, however, is to trust that big data sets like the ones that Procuricon is building are better at giving us options than we can give ourselves. And while I suspect that might take a little bit of adjusting to, good governance is going to require it. And the speed and efficiency that it creates could be a significant game changer to the building industry and bring that on. So well done, Andy Kuhn and the Procuricon team. Now, at the time of recording just a few weeks ago, the ProcuraCon guys seed round was 70% raised. But if you're interested in investing, reach out to Andy. I've included his details in the show notes. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech podcast, I would love you to tell your friends or drop me a line either via email, LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and Apple iTunes. I'd like to thank my podcast producer, the fabulous Charlie Hollins and our sponsors, Direct Connect, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the name behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks and the PropTech Association of Australia. Australia, Australia's industry body supporting the flourishing PropTech community. Now, if you're an Australian or a New Zealand PropTech who would like to be on the show, drop me a line via LinkedIn or Kylie at proptechassociation.com.au. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, keep on PropTeching. 
Do you run a PropTech business or are you the founder of a PropTech? Make sure you join the PropTech Association of Australia. It's Australia's new not-for-profit association made up of tech people who are passionate about the property industry and committed to improving experiences in how we buy, sell, rent, manage, build and finance property. Joining will give you access to events and networks across Australia and globally to help you promote and grow your business. Go to proptechassociation.com.au and follow the prompts to join.